You're listening to Ramble with Intent. I'm your host, Lisa Saban-Smith, visual strategist, advocate, ambition guide, and public speaker. I'm here for the dreamers, the doers, and all of the possibilities in between. Through my experiences as a world-class athlete, coach, graphic designer, wife, parent, and all the other life experiences that we have. And the amazing stories with my incredible storytellers, we get to connect how advocacy is not that far off in our everyday lives. Let's ramble. All right, folks, today's episode is brought to you by Earth Runner Sandals. They're the perfect sandal for your minimal shoe needs that connect you to the earth with every single step using their copper grounding post. These sandals are super comfortable, waterproof, travel well, look fancy, dress down, work for hiking, and frankly, I don't think you'll be disappointed. I am an affiliate, so you can visit the link in the show notes and use coupon code LISA10 for 10% off of your purchase. It's not about me, it's about the collective people. Mm-hmm. Love it. So I am here with like, I'm an open book, I'm an open heart, ready Excellent. to let it all out. <laughs> Excellent, let's let it all out then. Let's okay. let's go. All right, so today I am so gifted to be able to interview my friend. And I love this because we have been friends for, gosh, over 20 years. <laughs> We've been in and out of each other's lives. And it has just, it's one of those friends where we see each other again. It could be 10 years apart. It could be two years apart. It could be last week we saw each other, but we pick up exactly where we left off and we just keep going and I love it so much. Uh, So welcome Pam Walker, my friend, my volleyball teammate, my, I don't know, partner in life, if you will, because we still walk side by side and definitely have areas where we support each other and love each other through whatever shit we're dealing with. So Pam, I'm going to let you now tell us about yourself and, and let us get to know all about you. All right. Well, you know, first and foremost, I feel like this time together is a little bit of coming out of a closet. Okay. (laughs) Um, Of course, that means so many different things to so many different people. Um, So me coming out of the closet is me coming out of my prayer prayer closet. Um, That I'm a Christian and this has been my growth the last few years. And so to start with, who am I? I'm a, I'm a child of God and um, everything from there is uh, hmm. yeah. It's moving and it's powerful for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, when I reached out to you, I talked about the, the heading being, um, or a topic being divine transitions. Yeah. I have that written down. Uh, you know, when we think about divine transitions, a lot for me comes up, you know, there's the divine transition of, me believing in God and and arriving at 
accepting Jesus. Um, and then there's divine transitions of our purpose and our calling. Um, mm -hmm. And the space in between going from one calling and purpose to another. Yeah. Um, and that's something basically that I've been experiencing since 2019, 2018. Yeah. Um, and, you know, up to now. Yeah. So when I think about who am I, <laughs> um, I'll give you a little bit of background. Um, a lot of times we go to what we do, um, though I don't feel like what we do defines us. But no, this I think this background's good to know. I've been yeah. I'm a social therapist for 21 years. Mm -hmm. um, so I come from a place of understanding kind of the the body mind connection but you know as us becoming whole it's really about body mind and spirit um the th all three of those things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah so you went from the 21 years of a quite successful massage business you were like the traveling masseuse and had, had such a great uh rapport with your clients you would uh, lug your table up multiple stairs or wherever you would go and there was a time remember where you had an injury and you had clients that shifted or made things possible for you so that your injury was not hampering your ability to deliver your service and so that's that's a true testament as to the connection you're be able you were able to make naturally with that human to human connection in terms of the purpose and the service that you had for a job at that time. And so what what now or what created this um, transition for you from massage therapy into my understanding is you're moving forwards to um, couples coaching and workshops and and helping people live loving, bold relationships together as they move through this divine transition. So what what led you to this, really for some people, a big shift from one um, career, one job of definition to where you are now? I really think that's, this is where maybe I share my testimony um, before we just dive in even Let's deeper. Let's do can, it. Hold nothing back. I, is it okay if 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 I pray? <laughs> By all means, go for it, please. Um, dear God, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time. I get to ramble with Lisa. I I thank you for giving her a heart of curiosity and openness that allows others to share their hearts. In this time together, I ask for your kingdom to come and your will be done in our thoughts and words as I ask for open hearts of all of those whom this podcast reaches so that it may speak to them in a personal way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, so as I said, um, been a massage therapist for 20 years. So early on in my career, you know, you have people on the table, 
we all know it's not just about the physical, it's that emotional. Um, so really learning that I need to leave space for people in that um, is part of the healing as well. Um, so of course, for 21 years, I've heard many stories and, and about relationships. And I think just the relationship component has been at my heart and soul for my whole life. Um, I just know that 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 burning curiosity <laughs> yeah that God put in me of asking questions and diving deeper and trying to understand that's yeah. just always been there um so I think the the change in that shift that I was talking about it really started happening um kind of started when I like did a program to to get healthy, um, lose weight, um, you know, start with operation, like lose five pounds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it kind of just kept going. And then what it became was, it wasn't about a diet that um, you just do to lose weight. It was about a lifestyle. And what I learned, it was just how to nurture myself properly especially as you said like, like I'm on the road with the the mobile massage I'm on the go um eating at all random hours because <laughs> because of work it doesn't you know you, I didn't have a set I eat at this time and then this time so mm -hmm. so I did this program it and that led me to understand that in that program, what it was, was like a lot of accountability and support. And so I got interested in coaching and I went off to, um, uh, or I decided to sign up for a health coaching certificate program at Mount Royal mm -hmm. University. Um, and in, then in that, there was that in my practicum part, working with clients, I really just connected to a lot of what would come up was they had their goal, but they would end up going towards and talking about relationships. And it's just that connection of, and really a relationship with ourselves and yeah. with the people around us. Like, yeah, I don't think there's no, there's no one can deny how, that impacts just our life and yeah. how we are, are successful at achieving goals and yeah. even just walking through life in a, in a space of joy, peace, and harmony, um, yeah. which is just and kind of motto of, and I want to share and have others experience joy peace and harmony we got only this one chance so right. why yeah. not try to arrive there yeah. um so so that was interesting um you know I'm really thought you know was thinking about the diet component or health in that way and of course with with massage you know to me I'm like health is so many different levels so um there isn't when people think of a health coach I think they're thinking like help me with like yeah physical health or like a lot of diet and losing weight um 
And to me, it's just, it's body, mind, spirit, health. Um, And so what really spoke to me was just once again, this relationship aspect. So it hit me then that I would do my, my focus would be on relationship coaching. Yeah. Um, you know, at that time too, I was like, but what do I know about relationship coaching? Right. So then there's that whole aspect of, um, being an expert or do I need to go do a psychology degree to be validated? Mm -hmm. Um, so I just, you know, I've been sitting with that and, and I, I, I know that God's put that burning desire in me. I knew, I know that at that time I would eventually have a coaching practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and now through that process, you know, people ask me, they're like, are you gonna, when are you gonna start coaching? And I was like, I'm in research mode. Yeah. And so I think this is a good time to share what research mode looked like. Absolutely. Um, and this is the, this is the piece of arriving with my faith. Um, and where that started in that testimony. Um, so my husband and I, started trying to have a family in 2018 we were married in 2019 so yes we were sinners um we're all sinners and <laughs> just to put that out there <laughs> I said, uh, you know that i'm a christian i just want to let myself know like but forgiveness like, is key. Me. <laughs> anyway so we started trying to have a family and a year goes by and you know nothing happens yeah. so this is 2019 um we got we were getting married in September yeah um but it was like spring of 2019 and when that year mark was coming up so of course then kind of led to seeing seeking fertility doctors and you start going down that road well yeah. at that time um yeah so we did that do all the testing and i was diagnosed with um unexplained infertility yeah um probably low ovarian reserve because both me and my husband had you know brought our lives together later on in our lives. I was mid eighth, late thirties and he was early forties. So, um, so yeah, so that was, you know, when you sitting there in the doctor's office and you're told, do you have 10% chance of having your own child? It's like, wrenching yeah like you know my husband was like 10 like, <laughs> awesome. you know and my mama was like if you 
were on, if you were on your deathbed and you were told like you have 10% to survive, that would be bad odds. <laughs> so I was like, this is, this is, this is awful, yeah. you know? And so progressing on from there, um, you know, we're planning a wedding, we're going to get married and people mm -hmm. like all excited for you. And I was just in a place of like, not, not happy. How, I'm broken. I'm yeah. sad. I'm and trying to sort through all that, but like supposed to be happy because we're getting married. Yeah. Um, so fast forward, get married. Um, I'm in a place of this, like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, those odds are not great. And it's expensive to do IVF, uh, yeah. and yeah. that was what was recommended. So, you know, I was doing all the things, you know, what people say, just you have to relax and it will happen. And so I was doing all those things, <laughs> you know, yeah. fertil yoga, fertility, meditating. And, you know, it was in my meditation the one day, it was December of 2019. And I was meditating and I believed in God at that time. So I talked to God in my meditation. You know, I would have my prayers. Yeah. Um, and I don't really get images in my meditations. I get feelings, thoughts, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. I got it. I got a vision. And it was this little girl sitting in or standing in my living room. I was sitting there. Lee was sitting across the room. And she was kind of the center of the attention. She had us in hysterics. We're both laughing. And I was like, what's your name? And she's like, I can't tell you. you know, <laughs> cheeky little thing. And she goes, but I can tell it starts with an F. And I was like, okay. So, do my meditation, finish it off. Um, and of course I'm like Googling girls' names that start with F and scrolling and you know, I come across faith. And I kept scrolling and scrolling through the whole list, and it was just like it's faith, and it just hit me so hard. That's it. That and then God spoke to me and was like where is your faith and mm. you know I hopped in the showers getting ready for my day and God was just raining down on me all of the times he's been there for me you know and just and was reminding me of my life my journey how I arrived where I was and so that from that moment forward, I was dedicated to finding out who, who God was. Like, who is this God that I believe in? Wow. Um, you know, people have told me, my sister, she, she's a Christian. She's been telling me, like, to have a relationship with God, you got to read his word. Like, it's, so I was like, okay, here we go. I'm like, I'm going to read the Bible. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm going to try this again. You know, I think there's been times in the past, you know, starting Genesis and 
Ugh. Anyways, people tell you don't start there. Start like in the gospel. Corinthians, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Anyways>. something. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, but how am I gonna do this? Like, I need support. Um, mm-hmm. so I found an app, and they had like daily. They would have, they have like um, like thirty days of being in something, right? Like yeah. one of the books, or it might be multiples. It's so funny. I think I just downloaded the same thing because we're studying. There's a group of us studying um, women and finances through the mm-hmm. Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I wonder if it's the exact same thing. We can talk about that later, but carry on. Yeah, yeah there's many apps out there. Um, I don't know if we're plugging apps. Um, this one, it's called First Five. And oh, what okay. I like, it's about the fir- your first five minute, like giving God your first. Yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, it was just like, okay, I'm doing that. And, um, you know, and then it's, I'm going to go to church. Um, there's a church that I was introduced to. I was raised Catholic. Um, I've been, you know, and here and there throughout my adult life, I would pop into a Catholic church when I was needing something, some lifting up. Yeah. Um, but my sister, she, she went Pentecostal. She introduced me to this church. Um, and so I was familiar with it and, uh, it just felt like a a safe space, a place. It was just a place I really connected to. So, um, don't really have a judgment on any of like, which religion you want to follow I think that's um, the thing though right it's it doesn't have to have the name the title or even what type of god it is but if you are following faith with a capital f and it aligns with you then you're in the right direction regardless yeah I was like the one big thing in this journey that I found hard is is feeling accepted, you know, that it's okay to that I have this belief because there has been so much negativity around it, you know, especially with like the Catholic church and all of that went on. And, you know, it really just arrives that, you know, we are all sinners. <laughs> we all have made different mistakes. Yeah. Like, and so, so yeah. Um, we're just coming from a place of just wanting to spread peace, love, and joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that can be anyway. So, so yeah, so start going to church and, um, COVID it's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think we even need to dive into any COVID stuff. No, I think we're past that, but yeah how did you you continue practicing your faith through that with the church's closing um and and that connection piece that human connection piece being put on pause for a moment um you know luckily we do have the technology and churches adapted quick Mm -hmm. and so they went online um I followed the night the greatest thing about that is like, I have a home church here in the city, but I also in this journey of learning 
who God is. Um, I have access to so many other kind of point of views or ways of of looking at scripture yeah. through the online. So personally, I just, I was online, you know, I wasn't at church long and then it closed. So I was following one specifically online through in the States. Um, and that was, that was the one that nurtured my, my spiritual um, soul. And other ones I would listen to that kind of nurtured the coaching aspect came from that realm mindset. Yeah. It was like really good timbits to help me relate the whole relational component. Mm -hmm. Um. So so yeah, it was actually easy. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and really, once again, like. COVID didn't impact me in a, obviously impact me in like in ways, but yeah. once again, I was still going through this infertility journey. I was still like, I had, I was like, COVID is tiny right now. I'm yeah. like, this is big, you yeah. know? And so, yeah. It was hard because you, you know, like people are journeying through, and the and the COVID was big for some people, and and it, it was just it was hard for me because I was just like, I'm hurting. This is and this is not hurting because of COVID. Um. Anyways, aside from that, so that happens, and then you know I'm not working, and then my husband loses his job. Ugh. So. At the same time, this was something we had been praying about. You know, he was wanting a transition. So mm -hmm. our years from like pretty much 2018 when it went and did the coaching thing, we've been in a transition as a family for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was time. Me not even knowing I wanted to transition. I was just always like learning and growing in any aspect of wellness. Yeah. Um. And so he lost his job and that was hard for him, hard for him, right? Like he lost it and he also lost the things that helped to manage stress. Yeah. You know, the bike thing is his big thing and it was canceled. Um, so, you know, he's been on a journey. I don't really want to dive into that. No, nope, that's, nope, that's, his, that's his, his story. story. But as a couple, um, that was us doing it together. So at that point, you know, I am, we're both in a point of needing to put on our own oxygen masks. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm dealing with, even though he's part of the infertility and that's something he was dealing with, his bigger thing was, what am I going to do with my life? Yeah. And for men, especially if they like psychologically, the inability to provide um, mm -hmm. can destroy a man, even though that's not their sole purpose. They're raised to believe that providing is what they do. And when they have no other means, it can it can literally crumble and crater a man unless mm -hmm. they're supported well elsewhere. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
part of this story or this part I wanted to share with people is that we think of relationships and like that word that us husband and wife were there to support each other. And I just want to let you know that there was a period in our relationship where we couldn't lean on each other. Yeah. Um, we had, uh, we had to reach out and, and use and lean on family, friends, um, therapists, counselors, because I, I like I could I couldn't hold him up anymore because I was crumbling and yeah. he was you know crumbling yeah. and he couldn't you know I was like and at that point I just said you know I love you yeah. but we need to we need to put on our own oxygen masks here and what does that look like and that's this is what I think at this time so you know that was that was hard <laughs> yeah but, but brave so brave to be able to have that courage to say i cannot deliver what we're both expecting from each other right now i mean that's hard to be able to admit that so we got through it mm -hmm. um, fast forward a year later lee reaches a place of of um being like, okay, this is what I'm going to do next. Yeah. So we're talking, you know, a going on 50 year old deciding to go back to school. Well, <laughs> 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 after 20 years, it's like, and a, here we go. <laughs> yeah. And a totally different career path too, which I like one where you're, you're giving up a lot. You're giving yeah. up what you know to going into an unknown territory but talk about you know just divine transition it is something he's always been curious about to courses in so yeah I mean I'm watching him do that has been an inspiration for me that I can do that too like because I yeah. feel like he's giving up more than what I'm even experiencing. <laughs> like, yeah. um, well, and you literally watched your loved one step forward in faith. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Even if, yeah. And there's, there's another proof, another proof of faith right there. Right. Yeah. Um, so I've been nothing but proud. Um, but once again, that's, produces more challenges yeah <laughs> they're supporting you know and that at that time so I back to the IVF making that decision I decided no I'm just gonna sit with this until it feels right yeah I'm um, wait for God to give me give me that so I was like okay I'm waiting on you God we're gonna I think you'll pull through yeah <laughs> you know yeah into that hope and so you know that year goes by too so we had starting 2019 of that journey of letting god be god and 2020 happened that was a lot of distractions yeah 2021 husband goes back to school and at this point i'm i'm like 
I'm tired of waiting, God. I'm like, I'm actually going to try to take this in my own hands now. Like, God did not say, now's time to try IVF. I was like, I was done waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, here we go. So you start in school and we're like, this, we feel like young because we're doing all the things like young people would do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Except not staying up late. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we start school. And, um, and we decided let's give this one go. Yeah. We always talked about, we're not going to go through and spend all our life savings trying to have this baby. It was really about if this is meant to be, it's to be, you know, obviously though, at that moment I had a weakness of, I'm going to, if it's meant to be the IVF will work yeah. <laughs> and not to, I don't want anyone that is listening to this as going through infertility to feel dishonored about any of your pathways by what my story is yeah my heart goes out to you um so yeah we try we start doing that and it was a complete disaster um didn't even get to basically like nothing happened I'm pumping myself full of drugs and I uh there's just there's no we didn't we basically canceled in the middle of the cycle um so at that point it was devastation (laughs) and that's where I really questioned God I was just like where are you um I remember one night I woke up in the middle of the night and it was the first time. I mean, I've been, de- I was de- faced depression in times of, of events. So, you know, I was feeling sad and felt depressed when I first found out about the infertility. But this time I was like, I woke up and I just didn't want to live. Oh, man. Um, and I was like, where are you, God? Obviously, God was with me because I'm still here. Yeah. yeah. So that that happened. And I'm bringing that up because I I recently God has shown me what was going on in that moment. And once again, I don't want to demise and like or diminish anyone that is dealing with those kind of feelings of depression and just not wanting to live. Um, but your story has a power as well. So, yeah, um, I'm at a place where I was able to look back at that, and God showed me that it was like He He's this loving Father. Yeah. That hasn't denied me of something that he actually there he has good things in store for me. Um and what that moment kind of when I look back and reflected on, it kind of reminds me of us as parent, you know, others as parents, not yeah. obviously me, but I've been that child of my mom and dad denying me of you yeah. can't have um but what happens when we deny a child of a toy or something they want 
the world is open. <laughs> you know, it's like, I hate you. Yeah. I don't even want to live anymore. <laughs> you know, they're pretty dramatic. And yeah, you know, I, I kind of been shown that I was, you know, I'm being a little bit of that dramatic child of being angry with my good father. Um, and so that moment, you know, and because after that, I was spent, I think, quite a bit of time being angry. Mm-hmm. And so I share this realization because I'm talking about a hope and a faith in something, a belief in something where I feel like I am hanging on strong with closed fists. I'm hanging on to it. And what it and God showed me that I was that child, just having a tantrum about it was what allowed me to open my hands and and give it to him to really surrender that hope. I still have the hope, um, but it, that surrendering has allowed me to it not be all consuming in my life so Um, how has that expanded your life now it's given me the bravery to (laughs) reach out to you and say all right let's do this so that's my testimony let me finish off the testimony so last year um part of the healing was we renovated our house. So that was me. I'm like, we're gonna bring it down the studs. Let's just like start new and fresh. Um, But in that planning, my husband was diagnosed with kidney cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, So talk about just another thing our relationship went through. Um, Another piece of how I was in research mode, how God was developing me, giving me the things that I needed to experience to give me that this is why you can do it yeah. <laughs> this, is why you know, this is what you know about relationships I'm just gonna give you the experience side of it you don't need to go back to school you're just gonna experience it um so yeah I was like I was angry. I was angry at God. I was angry at my husband, though. None of it was his fault. It was just like everything. Really? (laughs) Um, And that was another time when I had to just, I had to lean into the, my, my faith. I, I continued going to church and was there, but I didn't really continue a relationship with god Mm -hmm. you're going through the motions exactly yeah i think we can do that in our relationships everywhere everywhere we can everywhere our work our like friendships whatever parenting even yeah so god's good (laughs) and he's still with us and it ended up being, you know, it's massive. It's a massive thing. So I don't want to diminish that experience. He mm-hmm. had to have his knee removed, had the surgery. Um, still, 18, just had his 18 month scans. 
and we're we're still here and Yay. he's here and he's healthy so um has surgery we i packed us up two weeks after moved us out of our house oh boy <laughs> and started demoing our house by myself so i was working demoing all day working all evening while my husband's <laughs> were recovering. you were you rage renovating <laughs> i was <laughs> went to my body breaking down <laughs> oh no so, imagine the stress is piling up yeah we didn't really deal with the the grief and the infertility I wasn't dealing with anything really I was just doing yeah I was just doing (laughs) and yeah I was using brute force getting that anger out in the demo process and I ended up injuring myself and not knowing it um I thought it was stress I thought my nervous system finally quit yeah (laughs) and so that was that's our last summer um with headaches and they were I know headaches I'm a massage therapist I know headaches um and I'm like this is weird and so I'm googling my symptoms and I'm like sounds like I have a cerebral spinal fluid leak (sighs) anyways go to the doctor no you don't have that it's your neck it's this you know I think it's like one in 100,000 that could have that so I don't blame her I mean it is what it is um so I was like okay maybe it's my neck I haven't taken care of myself I've just been doing so I started taking care of myself I went to the Cairo I was getting massaged and it was when I was on the massage table you know probably in a first time in a year that I took care of yourself and let go and got quiet yeah um so I had a friend it was a friend that was massaging me known her my almost my whole career my massage career we started working together years ago and so I'm so thankful for her because she really understood saw she saw me she knew I needed care and she just poured all of her skills into me and took care of me um and so I really just let go on her table and I got that vision again um that started my faith journey and the little girl showed up and she's a little bit older now and she said I brought a friend and I was like you know I related to the little girl was me my my yeah yourself because she's cheeky (laughs) yeah I was just gonna say it was you for sure yeah (laughs) um and so I thought a friend oh you must be a brought a little lady or something a little lady. <laughs> um she's like no his name starts with a j I'm like huh. jack and Jonathan and all you know we all know where this is going and she's yeah. like oh my gosh like no dum-dum it's jesus <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> and in that moment I heard Jesus's voice like he came to say I do see you and I have heard you I'm with you 
And the biggest things uh, that message from that was, I see you. I was like, this is what I, I like. I went a whole year waiting for, like, where are you, God? <laughs> and mm. he's like, I'm here. I've been with you this whole time. And I just bawled, bawled and bawled and bawled on the table. And that has been kind of this this year was okay this is my year of saying yes to yes god <laughs> yeah no more my way like i'm i'm done i'm letting go of the steering wheel like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was trying to do it all on my own i you know and now i realize i really do need to lean on you as like my my shepherd you're my guide you're um, you you had a literal jesus take the wheel moment yeah i mean yeah. i've heard of people have like talk about this and tell these kind of like these stories and you're just like okay <laughs> you're like well god doesn't talk to me that way or i've never heard god talk mm -hmm. and I guess this is my moment. I would just encourage anyone that's questioning it. I, I truly believe one of the reasons why I had some of these moments was because I committed to showing up, mm -hmm. doing the work, mm -hmm. being consistent. Yeah. Um, and I, it sounds so simple. <laughs> that I but I think that's where relationships with anyone and everyone and ourselves is is show up yeah do the work um when we can't do the work lean in on community I know you're huge on community I know you know yeah it's massive with that um we can't we can't do this life alone but it was I can hear God because to me, it's because I'm reading the word and it's now starting to jump off the page. Yeah. Just even, a, it's it might not, like, I'm not trying to analyze what it means and <laughs> what, you know, what's the message. God will just talk, like speak to you in like a few words. It can be a few words that you read and you're just like, and he puts something on your heart. Yeah. It's um, knowing. Yeah, it's, it is. Um, so that and now I'm in the year of me and so back to the injury and I was in pain and now I'm like okay well I'm trying to support our family I literally have a back you know the headaches went away um and but then my back blew up and, and my back was literally crumbling like I felt like every time I stood up, it wasn't supporting me. And yeah. it was like, you are presenting like you have a broken back. Yeah. Uh, so, so many ways I was finally broke, you know, <laughs> God yeah. broke me. Uh, in so many ways that, you know, he didn't cause it. I'm not saying he broke me and he caused these things, um, but he certainly used all of my brokenness to really let me surrender yeah yeah it's so funny how the body usually at the last at the very last ditch effort the body is what 
forces that change of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I reached out to our dear friend Kate early January because it was I seen a post of hers and I was like, hey, like you I I feel like you're living my dream and I'm sitting on the sidelines and I can either sit on the sidelines or I can ask for help yeah and so I asked for her help she started coaching me beautiful Um, and godspeed like through our our 12 weeks or so coaching I developed my relationship workshop and it was like, wow, this has always been there. And I do, I have notes from, as I said, God was developing me Yeah. through these past years. Um, I have notes in all these books and I was gathering it. I was like, oh, it's all here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. I had no idea that all my research <laughs> has led, led to that. Um, but of course I had, I did that. But I had to take care of myself. I had to feel better. Yeah. I spent the summer feeling better. Um, Good. And I'm, I, I, I'm, yay, I don't have back pain. Um, yeah, but in that time, one great. thing that helped me was this nervous system therapy. Um, and so I got a little bit confused, you know? Yeah. So even when we're like, we can be clear, and then we go from being clear to unclear. Oh, 100%. I know that um part of me feels like that's just the enemy trying to stop you from living in your purpose I think that's just the continued test well I'm gonna like distract you now (laughs) so I'm gonna just with like doubt and fear and confusion um so I kind of was going through that and really I asked people to pray for clarity Mm -hmm. um and then boom I got the clarity because I thought do I need to go learn this? Like I'm a body worker. <laughs> I want to help people feel better. Yeah. Well, I also have this burning desire. I said to my husband, I'm like, I feel pressured. I need to, you know, and I use that word. And, you know, looking back of it, it's like, hmm, that should have told me right there, like feeling yeah. pressured to do something opposed to a burning desire to do something. Yeah. Um, and once again boom god finally downloaded on me and was like whoa okay no i'm not gonna do that yeah this is what he wants me to do next he's like you've been helping people heal on a physical level for 21 years yeah and i've developed you and I put this burning desire in your heart because I need you to do this next thing and help people heal in their relationships um help people heal in their relationship with their self um I love that and come like from desire comes devotion right mm. and it's so easy to devote ourselves to what we desire most and probably safe to say most of our desires are for the external to be able like the 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 really deep heart-centered desires are external they're not for ourselves it's for others to 
either experience the power of a bold and loving relationship or to be able to actually see the thing that we are passionate about and that we are here to do and called to do and and helping people walk through that and find it and that's wow like what a beautiful story that brought you here Pam yeah it's it's so tormented and yet it's so beautiful right it's like that's why I felt like I'm like I need I yeah it's important to be like this is what I'm doing next and be excited about it Mm -hmm. but nothing happens like we think of like overnight success or things just like happened overnight and I'm like it's it's really about the journey our life is about the journey not the destination you know people say that all the time but what does it really mean (laughs) It means every step gets us somewhere, whether it's forwards or backwards. I have, I think it's a very well-known Dr. Seuss book saying, um, with the title, Oh, the Places You'll Go. Love it. thought about it the other day, and I was like, wait, places you should go? And I was thinking, I got to reread that book. Like, is it talking about the the place? Because that's not what life's about, is where you end the place and it you know read it and you're like this should be really called the past you will travel or something <laughs> it didn't rhyme okay because <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like oh no this isn't about arriving at the place it's about the paths you'll go down and the yes. journey and yes and that's what it's about the mountains Uh, you climb and the valleys you wallow in and everything else beyond I mean I wouldn't be here if it weren't for all of the other truly the shit that I went through life could be full of amazing things but I would have learned nothing so that I would not be able to sit and listen to you and have this conversation because I would have learned nothing I'm so thankful like for your your heart hard walk and mm-hmm. walking through that and that's what it's about it's about walking through it yeah but jumping over you have to go through these things you know yeah. it was someone said the other day the valley is where the planting happens the valley is mm-hmm. where things grow and flourish hundred percent at the mountaintop yeah the view is great but you're not planting too much not things do grow up there but like not as much grows up there than it does in the valley yeah the valley's fertile so you know anyone walking through that valley right now just to be encouraged that this is where you'll grow and stretch and you know I think about muscles when building muscles you have to put some some pressure behind it um some resistance um that makes it and helps it grow obviously too much can make you break but <laughs> that's where you like have a spotter you know yes. your friends your family your community they're your spotters yeah. in that so reach out to them you're not going through it alone and in your case your fam your faith is also your spotter like, well exactly like that's what I mean like and so you know when I talk about my faith it's it's not a belief in God. It's a relationship with God. I'm in relationship with them. Like when I first, you know, my first experience was as a child going to church 
God seems so far away. Oh yeah. God's like this big far away thing that's just so hard to understand. Yeah. And now I've gone from this far away place to oh, it's like right in me. He's yeah. giving me the Holy Spirit to live in me. Like he's not far. He's right here in me. And and that's such a Honestly, it's this is the first time in a f- years yeah. that I have peace. Oh, you know, <laughs> I just feel at peace. That's so it, beautiful. You know, I've surrendered. Like, um, if we never have a child, um, I'm okay with that yeah. because if, if if it's me having to lay that dream or hope on the altar for god to give me something else mm-hmm. like i'm okay with that i'm as i said i'm it i might not always be in this place <laughs> and mm-hmm. i'm not saying no i've arrived yeah <laughs> never i've arrived it's always still a journey but yeah. you know i'm happy to say today i'm in i feel peace that's so great to hear I'm so happy to hear that. And I mean, we know peace, peace doesn't last, but we know how to find it again. You know, a a dear friend said to me the other day, I want you to take that feeling and that experience. I hope you wrote it down (laughs) for one. She's like, and then bottle it up. Yeah. Always access that. And, and that's, what it's about these experiences is about for us to like go back to reground reconnect um lock in yeah lock in yeah um yeah so i I mean there's i wonder if now saying that you've experienced peace for the first time, like deep peace for the first time, I wonder if now that's where the true expression and experience of joy and awe help you return to that on a, on a continual basis, provided you allow joy and awe into your life in those moments that they show up. For sure. I, I listened to something the other day, just about being in awe, Mm -hmm. being in awe of God and being, you know, I saw your post of like the sunset. I think it was a sunset. It was. Yes, that one was. There's sunrises too. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm like, I'm sure you get both out there. um, But to be able to just be in awe of other world, especially with all of, everyone's just talking about all the things that are going on in a world that aren't great. And so just being able to sit in awe of all those stars in the sky yeah beautiful sunsets like just nature and I know that for that's for a lot of people their spiritual um wellness is nature um so really yeah encouraging everyone to take care of themselves not just body mind you know we talk about mental health a a lot now but your spirit spirit. yeah 
really connecting uh, in whatever way um, you do it. And proof in um, point that that connection to your spirit, it can happen at any age, at any stage of your life. I think our hope is that we are able to create a generation that can have that connection at a much younger age than midlife so that we can move feel like forward. we are going to do that like i, I don't so want to add the younger generation just for someone going through this period of time of you know wanting a family there's so much negativity around like like why would anyone want to have children in this day and age like look at the world and it's this and this i was like it's our children that are gonna make this a better place I I truly believe it's the next generations that are gonna maybe arrive before we do they're gonna come from a place like because they're gonna learn from us too right you know what's funny sharing those stories and for them to be comfortable in in that I feel like in my back when I grew up there there were we didn't have a lot of conversations no that's the blessing to the generation now is yeah i i i feel that com- we're allowed to have conversation now about things 100 <laughs> percent. you know what's funny so everybody's saying why would i have a child in this time bring them into the world yada 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 and i have a girlfriend that like we've known each other since we were five and uh she brought up her grandparents who they both served in World War II. Maybe it was, no, yeah, World War II. And they came back and they both sat there and weighed, why would they have children now to, and, and have them bring, bring them into a world that is as ugly as this, having just gone through and surviving the atrocities of World War II. And they had children anyways, and it was because they knew that they had from that experience, the ability to mold children who hopefully won't have to go through an experience like that again. And that's mm-hmm. why they made that choice. And I think maybe for those who are sitting in question right now, also keep in mind that our spirits are spent sent here for precisely the moment that they are sent here for because they already have the ability and the capacity to handle anything that's thrown at them yeah i mean like if you want to go into the creation and god and god created every humanity or human he created people for that generation yeah he he knew you before you were even a speck in your mother's womb like had a plan for you and so each person in each generation has a plan and that's maybe too what I really hit me with just reading God's word is that understanding of like no mm-hmm. our children these this generation has a purpose too and God has a purpose for them and and yeah yeah I would say and I would I would say anyone who struggles with like the Bible or um like myself I can't say I'm Christian like I was raised Christian I can't but I can't say that 
I'm like a devout Christian. I have this belief. I know there's a greater being, a greater power. Um, but one book that I would recommend that just opens your eyes a little bit to those types of conversations is the conversations with God. And I'm pretty sure it's Neil Owen Walsh that writes it or Donald Neil Donald Walsh. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but there is book one, book two, and it is pretty much him having this existential conversation with God. And one phrase that always pops out in my mind is, um, it, it's, it's centered around the concept of perfection and, and God's like, but you were created in my likeness. Therefore mm-hmm. you are perfect. And I think if it, no matter who you believe in, what deity you believe in, for the most part, we are created in their likeness. Therefore we are a spark connected to them. Mm-hmm. Funny you mentioned that. Cause I've been like dealing with perfection or the word perfect because you know part of not moving forward with stuff sometimes it's like well it's not perfect yet it's and and what I noticed too in creation when God created he said it's good you know everything was good and then when he created man it was very good he never said perfect it's all wrapped up let's go right very good and so God is perfect, you know, and we're not God. So really we're creating this image of very good. Yeah. <laughs> so I almost say like release that word and, and thought of being perfect. And what a horrible level to put yourself into and then have to sustain. Well, even like when you sent me the notes of your of what does rambling with intent and what to expect and there was a word there was something about expertise or like what you're an expert in and I also like was struggling with that I was like I'm not an expert at anything I'm just I'm a very good massage therapist (laughs) I'm very good at things you know I'm just I'm good at being curious you know and I wouldn't even say I'm an expert at curiosity because there's times when it's like I'm not that curious (laughs) you know what my favorite thing is though is when we actually go and look at our uh societal experts they're the ones who are always learning and pushing to improve and become more within their realm of knowledge and so to me expert is not done expert is knowledgeable to the point where we know that we are never done so we are always learning to expand more and I think I I, for me it's um like I've said language matters but it's Mm -hmm. also having an actual better understanding of the definition of that word and Mm -hmm. its root because its root has never been done its root has been that you know lots, but you are expanding to know more. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I, I agree with you. So many, so many words people put their own definitions on. But yeah. You... Yeah. And we have our pop culture definitions, right? Which I think Absolutely. are what are getting in our way at this right? point in time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Um, 
yeah I feel like we've arrived at like a pretty good place of um understanding I mean I didn't think I, I was gonna dive I knew I wasn't necessarily this was the battle <laughs> <laughs> to tell about the story before. to tell about what I offer right right and yeah. and so I think I your think story that, is important yeah I think that part was like is 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 developing um I you know I have my husband working on my branding excellent <laughs> as he should um, and so yeah the I basically saying, you know, what's to come. Mm -hmm. It's uh coming down the pipe. This is this meeting with you today was my leap of faith, me stepping out. Um thank you. To say I'm gonna do this. Yes, yes, I'm saying yes to the next calling. Um and with that, um I'm calling it one relationship coaching um, with, you know, one being um, a whole number. One yeah. means wholeness. Um, it means unity. Um, it represents newness, possibilities that await, await us. Um, and then in spiritual civilism it is the creation it's the number of creation and the birth of all things um and when i think when we talk about relationships it's also the wholeness of one of, of the self yeah um when we join in relationship it's not we're not adding to each other we're multiplying one times one is one um so Love it. my coaching will be all about creating whole people helping people become whole not creating i'm not the creator <laughs> you're the creator <laughs> god's the creator uh but helping people become and arrive to their whole self um and then i've developed uh this workshop for for couples um to be fun what i've discovered is in my own relationship is like the why why are we together why you know <laughs> right why are you sitting awful? at the dinner table across from me and we're not talking yeah like you know we think oh it's, I'm, I'm married him because i loved him i love him like it's all it seems like it's all about feelings and and so my workshop is helping couples discover their their why yeah um, and oh, to do that through um a comparison of a corporation okay so the reason for that is that i i look at our relationship with each other and a family unit it can mm. be it can be looked at just like how a corporation is yeah. kind of a unit. Um, that they both require communication, collaboration to function effectively. Yeah. Uh, they both involve a level of commitment and investment from all yeah. parties involved. 
Um, they both can experience growth and success or decline and failure. Mm -hmm. um, both require a clear understanding of roles and responsibilities to avoid conflicts and misunderstandings. Yeah. Uh, both can benefit from setting goals and objectives to work towards a common purpose. So I try to make it fun yeah. that try to take some of the feeling out <laughs> yeah um so the workshop's really about it's not air your dirty laundry so anyone like scared to like come up as a couple and you think you're going to be sharing all these feelings and airing your dirty laundry it's really not about that it's more about discovery about yourself about your partner mm -hmm. uh, helping uh, and just helping them guide to uh I can come up with a corporate name their mission, yeah. their why, and then we'll look at all the other components to help them, yeah, bring it all together. So that's, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm so excited to learn more and we'll definitely have to bring you back. So then when it's going mm -hmm. or you're feeling a little bit more, I guess, um, clear, on on how it's headed and where it's headed and where you want to be delivering it definitely I'd love to bring you back so we can learn more about that because it's I, it's something that's needed and I think more and more couples are starting to realize like yeah I can work on me but we need to work on the we as well and that's a huge thing exactly um um yeah um I definitely and I see the desire to like go to small towns you know I know mm -hmm. you're you're from a small town and yeah. and I feel like the big cities like they have a lot of support but you know yeah. that's my vision's kind of reaching out to uh couples and relationships in the smaller centers in the small towns and yeah. awesome yeah. awesome I can't wait I'm gonna leave you with this one question so mm -hmm no boundaries, nothing holding you back. What is one thing you can do that would leave the world in a better place? One thing I can do? Mm -hmm. Or would like to do? Uh, keep saying yes to God's mission and God's calling and purpose for my life. Like, it's not about me. It's about the one, I guess the one thing I could do is just keep showing up, keep doing the work mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and keep being consistent with those two things. And that will bear much fruit in my life and others. Beautiful. Keep saying yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Pam. This has been beautiful. And I, I, I was right there with you the whole way. And I'm so thankful for you sharing your heart and sharing your story. And I so look forward to watching you grow and having you back so we can listen to more of how you've grown as well. So Thank you so much. Thanks for letting me ramble, which I know that very much was a ramble. 
perfect. It's exactly <laughs> as thought, right. It's just like, oh, Lisa, I'm with you. Yeah, I ramble and I'll go here and come back and oh yeah, but it's we a ramble. Are, we always come back to what we're trying to get at, and that's what yeah. matters most. Yeah. So anyone that survived to the end of this, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for hanging in. <laughs> That was wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you.